Well, this is uh, Walk and Talk, number 57. Uh, good morning to you. It's uh, about uh, 6 a.m. It's a beautiful 66 degrees. Uh, this is May 13th. And just enjoying this amazing weather. Uh, glad you have... Uh, found walk and talk number 57 here's the message this this morning on this talk uh, quick to smile quick to smile and quick to give we're in first peter chapter 4 verses 7 to 11 uh, looking at a passage of scripture that is basically a call to urgency call to respond quickly so first first Peter chapter 4 verse 7 says the end of all things is near the end of all things is near therefore be of sound judgment and sober spirit for the purpose of prayer and then verse 8, above all, keep fervent in your love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. And then verse 9 says, Roger, be hospitable to one another without complaint. So that's the verse that want to focus on but we'll focus on all these verses but what's going on in these three verses is this concept of hospital be hospitable so hospitality be hospitable to one another without complaint so let me paraphrase that in this walk and talk I want you to know that the the Bible is simply saying, Roger, be quick to smile and give. See, hospitality is a cheerful attitude. Hospitality is, is this joyful spirit. Hospitable people have a smile. You just love to be around people that smile. And if, if you're hos, hospitable, you're probably a generous person. So this whole concept of being hospitable to one another without complaint is simply saying, Roger, be quick to smile and give to people. God loves a cheerful heart. God loves a generous heart. Now, step back for a moment and think about how important it is for you to smile. Or how important it is for other people to smile. Consider the urgency of generosity. You don't like to be around greedy people, do you? I don't. 
you like to be around generous people, people that are joyful, people that are happy. It is uh, amazing when you think of the depression, the discouragement, the ugliness that exists in our culture today. This, this attitude of disgust, or this attitude of resentment, or jealousy, or whatever it may be, fear. But the Bible is saying, Roger, be hospitable, quick to smile, and quick to give. So, without complaint. Uh, let's back up. Look at verse 7. So, if you have a mindset as a, as a Christian, verse 7, if your mindset is all things, the end of all things is near. If you have this sense, hey, God's going to take me home soon. Or if you have this mindset that, hey, the world is falling apart. Uh, if you have this mindset that everything is broken, everything is collapsing, if, if you're aware that, that things are degenerating, things are going from, from bad to worse, it doesn't take you long to understand that heaven is not too far away. So the idea here, the end of all things is near, is the realization that earth is passing away. Your life on earth is not going uh, to last forever. Your life on earth is short. So the writer, Peter, is just simply saying, Roger, be sober have a sound judgment. The end of all things is near, therefore be of sound judgment and sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. And then verse 8, and Roger, above all, keep fervent in your love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. And then the next verse, be hospitable to one another without complaint. So when you look at 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7, 8, and 9, do you see the importance of smiling? The importance of giving? Friends, listen, God is not going to keep earth forever. America, the way we look at the world. The Bible is saying, change your perspective. Every day, smile. Every day, be generous. Be hospitable. Now, to do that, how do you do that? How do you, how do you overcome all of the negativity, the brokenness, uh, the pain of life. Well, back in verse 7, it says, don't forget, the end of all things is near. See, perspective. Man, humanity, 
doesn't live forever on earth. That's not the way God designed it. The end of earth will come. And the writer is saying, catch this urgency. As you understand this, as you follow Jesus, be of sound judgment, sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. This is moving people. This is moving Christians. This is creating a whole new attitude. Roger, get your eyes off of earth. Get your eyes off of the circumstances here on earth because the end of all things is near. Heaven. Most of us live with a very uh, earth focus. And this is calling for a heaven fo focus. And it's simply saying, keep your love, the love for one another, keep it strong. Love covers a multitude of sins. So when our vertical perspective is not healthy, let me, rest let me rest restate that. When our perspective of heaven is not daily, when you forget that God sent Jesus to die on the cross, you get earthbound. You get focused on your circumstances. You get focused on paying the bills. You get focused on the physical challenges of life. And this is saying love covers a multitude of sins. What is pushing you to do is to give you a bigger purpose. The bigger purpose is heaven. The bigger purpose is having this love for one another that everyone wants. This love that covers a multitude of sins. And it's simply saying, you got reason to be kind. You have reasons to be hospitable. You have reasons to encourage each other. Be hospitable to one another without complaint. Go, go for a moment and just understand the book of Revelation. Earth is going to collapse. The Bible is very clear, the book of Revelation and throughout the Bible, that the end is not earth. The end is heaven. In the meantime, smile. You know how the book of Revelation ends. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue will confess. You know that this love that we're practicing on earth, this love for one another that covers a multitude of sins that comes from God, this atone, atoning love, this justification love, this Calvary love, that that covers your sins. You're going to make it to heaven, not because you know how to love well, but because Jesus loves well. You're going to make it to heaven. You know what it's all about because he first loved you. So the writer Peter is turning around and saying, because of heaven, because of the urgency of heaven, 
Smile. Give. Be hospitable. Be kind. Again, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 9 says, Be hospitable to one another without complaint. Now, think with me for a moment. People that are hard, hard to, to love. You know anybody in your family, your friends? They're just a pain in the rear. They're just difficult. They, they grind away at your patience. They, they say the, the stupidest things. And you just want to avoid them. When you look at what these verses are saying, the verses are pushing you and pushing me to say, okay, Roger, have sound judgment. The end of all things is near. Be sober in spirit. So I'm praying, I'm focusing on God, I'm focusing on heaven. And then the next, next verse says, keep fervent in your love, get this, for one another. Because Roger, that awkward person, that unlovable person, that person that you detest, because love covers a multitude of sins. And then the next verse, and Roger, be hospitable. It's amazing, isn't it? Be hospitable to one another. Be hospitable to that person that you detest, that you don't want to put up with. That person that, how about this, your enemy. I mean, we're in Scripture commanded to go the extra mile with even the enemy. We're commanded in Scripture to turn the other cheek. We're commanded in Scripture to put our arms around pretty much everybody. So when the Scripture says, be hospitable to, hospitable to one another without complaint, just think for a moment. Every person deserves a smile. Every person deserves generosity. That's what hospitality is. And you picture Jesus walking into a crowd and refuses to smile at you? Can you picture Jesus coming into your house, knocking on your front door, and you open the door and he, and he gives you a disgusting look? No. He's going to smile at you. He's going to be generous towards you. He's going to pour his love on you, this unconditional love, even though you continue in your sinful behavior. He's going to love you. He's going to encourage you to be of sound judgment. He's going to encourage you to have a sober spirit. He's going to encourage you to be hospitable, to smile, to be generous. He's going to say, don't complain. Why? Because he loves you, because he died on the cross for you. See, the, the world wants to operate uh, with this 
attitude of, of, for lack of a better term, you have to be the way I want you to be. Uh, you, you have to be my, uh, my image. Now, do you really want to operate that way? Because the Bible is saying, love covers a multitude of sins. To expect people to have it together, to expect your family, to expect your relatives, to expect your neighbor to be what you want them to be, it's not going to happen. See, Jesus died for broken people, for angry people, for mean people, for jealous people. Jesus died for people who don't have it together. And Jesus is calling the Christian out and saying, be hospitable to one another without complaint. Isn't it amazing that the Bible basically says, Roger, no complaining? No complaining. I only want you to be smiling. I only want you to be generous. Yes, we do complain and yes, God is patient with us and yes, God understands and yes, God listens to our prayers of discouragement and heartbreak. Listen to verse 10, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. As each one has received a special gift, employ, employ that gift in serving one another as good stewards of the manna, multifaceted grace of God. Verse 10 is saying, every Christian, every human being that God has brought into the family, the Christian family, has received a special gift. I think that that's a reference to spiritual gifts. Uh, not a hundred percent sure but I think God gave you some special ability it might be uh, leadership it might be teaching could be administration spiritual gift could be the gift of compassion uh, mercy uh, could be a gift of helping. The Bible outlines lots of different ways that we help each other, we serve each other. But you have one specific special gift. Think with me. As each one, verse 10, has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the multifaceted grace of God. God has a place for you. God has a purpose for you. In God's family, God wants you to love one another. God wants you to be hospitable, smile, be generous with each other without complaint as you exercise your gift. Now, the Bible is pretty pretty clear you may have more than one gift but listen to verse 11 
whoever speaks, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 11, whoever speaks is to do so as one who is speaking, listen, actual words of God. Let's pause right there. So, God wants you to smile. That's what I'm trying to stress today. He wants you to be generous. He wants you to be a giver. He wants you to be hospitable to one another without complaint. The way you do that, the major way you do that, is you take your gift, the gift that God has given you, if you have a speaking gift, that could be like teaching, that could be like preaching, that could be counseling, that could be speaking a word of hope to someone. Whoever speaks is to do so as one who is speaking actual words of God. Now, can you picture, can you imagine you're an ambassador? You're a representation of God. And everywhere you go on earth, you are speaking according to the verse 11 says they're actual words of God. Now, if you could keep that perspective every day, that when I talk, I'm talking for God. I'm talking about God. I'm explaining the truth in the Bible. That would change your perspective. If you could figure out the importance of the gift that God has given you, God has given you the supernatural gift. Let's say it's encouragement. Uh, the gift of exhortation. The gift of, of encouraging someone to be their best. When you smile as you teach, as you talk, people respond to you totally different than if you're angry, if you're bitter. Quick to smile. Why? Because what I'm saying are the actual words of God. What that means is, Roger, you need to make sure that you have sound judgment back at verse 7. You need to make sure that you, you're sober because you need to be praying constantly. You need to be practicing your vertical relationship with God because you're speaking God's words, God's truth. The, the verse 11 goes on to say, whoever serves is to do so as one who is serving by the strength which God supplies, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. The writer Peter walked, followed 
Jesus face to face. And we know that he's imperfect. But what he's simply saying is, God gave you a gift. And use that gift with a smile. Whatever that gift is that you have, use it with generosity because the strength of God is supplying you. Because you're promoting, you're speaking the actual words of God. Wouldn't Christians be different if we never acted like a gossip or jealousy or resentment? If we exercised the love of God, wouldn't we cover a multitude of sins? If we recognize that the strength of God is working through our our heart and our soul and our nerves and our mouth and wouldn't we smile yeah the answer is yes as a Christian your purpose in life is not you as a Christian forgiven by God it's not about you you are according to this in all things that you may glorify be that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ to whom belongs the glory and dominion forever and ever you're not eternal God it's not your word that's being passed along it's not your love your capacity to love is small but when you let the love of God fill you up, strengthen you. When you see that your purpose is to be praying, when you see your purpose is to be smiling, when you see your purpose is literally to be generous, to be hospitable, and not complaining. Why? Because it's Jesus Christ that you serve. You don't want the world to serve you. You want to be serving others. Jesus came not for people to minister to him. Jesus came that he could minister to others. See, we must decrease. He must increase. I think your life and my life would be richer if we were hospitable. According to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7, it says, Be hospitable to one another without complaint. Hospitable? It's two simple ways to do that. Smile. Just smile. When the doorbell rings, smile. Smile. Be sober. Have sound judgment always thinking vertical, always wanting to give the love of God, but smile at people. Why? Because what you're about to do with your, with your actions, what you're about to do with your words, they are actual words of God. 
that God is supplying you with strength. That God is building you and energizing you. And your purpose in life is not what you want. Your purpose in life is not what somebody else wants. It's what God wants. Let me reread these verses because I think I think our culture is lost. I think there's a lot of Christians that are lost, that are lost in their own world of narcissism. Yeah, self-centeredness. I think we're just simply a lot of people. They want everything to orbit around them. Here's 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be of sound judgment and sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. Because God is taking you to heaven soon. Because he's going to, earth is not forever. You need to be of sound judgment. You need to have a sober spirit. And you need to be praying vertically to God. Verse 8. Above all, keep fervent in your love for one another. Because love covers a multitude of sins. Verse 9. Roger, be hospitable to one another without complaint. Wow. Smile. Be generous, welcome, engage, roll out the red carpet, be hospitable to one another without complaint. Verse 10, as each one has received a special gift, employ it, use it in serving one another as good stewards of the multifaceted grace of God. Verse 11, whoever speaks is to do so as one who is speaking actual words of God. And whoever serves is to do so as one who is serving, using your hands, not your mouth, your hands, by the strength which God supplies. You can't use your hands if you don't have some muscle, some strength. And that, and that everything's held together by God so that in all things, all things, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and dominion, glory, recognition, dominion, sovereignty, authority, forever and ever. Amen. Well, let me just summarize lots of brokenness everywhere we go brokenness in your life brokenness in my life but the text is saying be hospitable quick to smile and quick to be generous without complaint because the end of all things is near because it's 
urgent to talk the words of God, to serve the words of God. Your life will be more exciting and richer every day if you can pick up this concept of hospitality, this concept of smiling and giving. That's what hospitality is. It's welcoming someone into your space with a smile, with generosity, not with a frown, not with disgust, and not with a stingy, narcissistic, uh, this is not what I want. Jesus came with a smile. Jesus came with generosity. God himself is hospitable. Imagine all the types of people who have been forgiven entering heaven as a family of God. Just imagine that. And here on earth, you get to have the privilege of being hospitable and representing the joy of God and the generosity of God. We invite you to smile constantly and be generous every day. Uh, this coming uh, Saturday, uh, we have at 10 a.m. our Intersect, and we encourage you to come online to Facebook. Uh, it's a digital uh, worship service, and we would encourage you uh, this coming Sunday at 9.30 and 11 on campus. Uh, come, uh, come to worship. If you still want to wear a mask, that's perfectly fine. Uh, we encourage you to come if you're still doing digital, uh, online, uh, Facebook worship services, that's fine at 9, 30, and 11. And then at 6 p.m., uh, we have another uh, on-campus worship service as well as online. You can find all of our services in uh, our church website or Facebook uh, page, uh, FBC Tempe Facebook or FBC Tempe uh, org in terms of uh, our church website and you can find our services there. And you are blessed because God covers uh, a multitude. The Bible says all of your sins. And Jesus, and God sent his son Jesus to do that. So he's saying, come on. Look, we're not staying on earth forever. There's an urgency. The Bible says that Jesus can come back at any, any time, any moment. In the twinkling of an eye. And so while we're here on earth, be quick to smile. And quick to be generous. Because God is working through you in a very powerful way. Never forget that. When you smile, you're offering someone the smile or the joy of God. When you are hospitable and you give and you're generous, 
you're representing, you're glorifying God. Have a good one. Uh, enjoy the 66 degrees. It's probably now uh, 71, 72, 73, and it's supposed to get a high of 100 today. Uh, blessings on you.